you notice the more you talk and, and the more complicated you make things, the more troubles you tend to have. Welcome to the Achieve Today podcast, where you will learn valuable insights, tips that work, and expert strategies on how to overcome your limiting beliefs and progress towards achieving your goals. Not tomorrow, not the next day, but today. My name is Jake Mix, and I am your host for this podcast episode, where we will be diving deep into some practical communication skills. And to help us do so, we have longtime expert and executive coach, Mr. Jed Pfaff. Thank you. How are you, Jed? Good. Way good. Good. It's good to have you on the podcast. I appreciate it. Well, this is exciting. This is our second week with the professional mics, so you get to be a part of this, which is nice. Your voice sounds good, so uh, we're excited to have you on. Okay. Jed has been with Achieve Today for how long? Um, officially since 2015. Okay, it's 2015, yeah. so it's been, what, four years? Yeah. Wow, yeah. four years. That's insane. I didn't yeah. realize it was, it was that long. So four years now, but he's been coaching long before that, about 25 years of experience and especially with communication. So we're excited to be able to talk about this and uh, let's get right into it, Jed. Okay. I want to talk about some practical things and we have some questions from students on some real uh, specific situations and scenarios with communication skills. But I'd first like to know what makes the difference between someone who's just excellent in communication and then someone who's just average or maybe even low level. What's the difference? What are some principles to always remember when it comes to communication? Yeah, so uh, you gotta you gotta put yourself in the other person's shoes. So whenever you're practicing empathy, uh, you know, empathy versus uh, sympathy. Sympathy, you feel bad for somebody after something happens. Okay. Empathy, it's you're feeling bad before <laughs> something happens. And so uh, when it comes to communication, uh, it's it's good to listen and to make sure that you're uh, basically focusing in on what they really are trying to um, convey, send out and receive and not just interpret it. And with your own paradigm shifts and we'll talk a little bit more about paradigm perception, kind of where you're sitting around the campfire. OK, but uh if you really use active listening and you're repeating back to that person, now I hear you saying this, right? I kind of, depending on if they're a visual learner or an auditory person, um, I see that you're saying this is, this is kind of how I'm taking that. Is that what you mean? Give them the option and the opportunity to um, clarify anything so there's no miscommunication. Uh, a, uh, an average communicator will just say yes, yes, and then they'll insert their own paradigm shift. Or in today's world, they'll be on their phone while they're talking. <laughs> that's, right? Yeah, that's a common one, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So listening, active listening. How does someone, I mean, you mentioned kind of repeating what they've said. What are some other ways of active listening that we can do? Yeah, so uh, so backtrack framing is a way of doing that. What I, what I, I taught as a trainer with the state of Utah for years and years to oh, gain cool. rapport with people you use some of these active listening skills. So, okay. so backtrack framing, you're saying back to them in a way uh, that's similar to what they said, but you're just kind of reversing the process. So if I said, uh, Jake, what's your favorite type of pizza? Mm. What do you like and why do you like it? Man, I love uh, pepperoni, just cause it's simple and to the point. Okay, so just you want something that's nice and simple and easy to order and so pepperoni is your choice. Cool. So I basically said what you said. Yeah. But I reversed Just it. in a different right? way. Yeah. Okay. That's so, so that's backtrack framing. Uh, there's mirror and matching. So 
Um, another way to gain rapport and have active listening skills. So if uh, you probably can't see this on well on camera, so go ahead and, and just kind of get in a relaxed position, put your um, okay. hands behind your head. You ever done that? Like you're sitting in a chair? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, so if you if we were talking and I noticed that you did that behavior, yeah. Then as I'm speaking, I would go, you know, and and just kind of mirror and match you. Oh, it's like I'm I'm not mocking you, I'm not mimicking you, but I'm I'm trying to get you to see that you and I are the same. And so we have a like-like chemistry that's going on. So that's mirroring matching. If you if you're sitting across from me and you crossed your right leg over your left knee, then I would cross my left knee over my right knee cuz it's like I'm looking at you in a mirror. Hmm. So those are so those are little um, physical kinesthetic cues with body language to gain rapport and also get somebody into the zone with that chemistry for um, good communication with body language. Interesting. Yeah. Well, one of the questions that that was asked is about body language. Um, But I mean, how how does that work? Do people just see that you're kind of mimicking their actions and so they're more respondent to you? Or like, how does that work? Well, body language, it's called analog communication and and it's everything. So like when I worked, as a corrections officer for the state of Utah, if someone, if, the, if a kid was pacing in the cell back and forth, you would you would pace with them. And if they were yelling, you know, when I get out of here, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And, you know, and you're like, you match them. You're like, no, you're not. You're going to calm down. You're going to come out and have a good day. <laughs> you know, And then you and then you, you pace with them, you know, you pace back and forth and um, then you slow them down and you get them to a point where they're they're coming down to baseline. So that's a form of body language. But um, one of the things, too, is is another form called insularity. Insularity is basically like, so if you and I were having beef with one another, let's say you and I were arguing about something, right? <laughs> yeah. You're across from me and I'm across from you. And so our energy is going back and forth, you know, like a tennis match. Yeah. Well, that's that's good and fun when it's a good and fun thing. But if it's, a, if it's like a hostile moment or a could be like a weird awkward moment insularity is basically getting the other person to see that you're on the same team with them so what i would do is i'd posture myself so that we're shoulder to shoulder and we're facing out and so um if there was an issue like let's say that you want to do something one way and i want to do it a different way and we're having that kind of an argument i would gesture like to these cameras instead of to you and say here's the problem and and how can we together come to an agreement where we can both see I'm using my hand in the back of my hand the front of your hand is a as a push away and that's where the working part is I'm using the back of my hand which is more of a loving technique wow. so so just little subtleties like that you know now you might like if you're really hostile and you think I'm the problem you'll probably um, subconsciously keep pushing and removing yourself so that you're you're in front of me face to face and I'll just have to keep shimmying over to get shoulder to shoulder with you to get that rapport with you yeah. until you realize that it's not I'm not your problem you're not my problem it's then it's like all of a sudden oh is it the cameras the problem let's get rid of these cameras <laughs> you know but you, you point out to something some inanimate object and so it's not you're not having a, a, pe- a people problem you're having an issue where your people is your ally in this case we're a team we're going to fix it together and so that's rapport building now going back to just uh, body language in general, um, you know, how how much of communication do you think is dialogue, which is what you say, 
the words you actually use versus analog, which is not what you say, but how you say it. What would you say mm. the percentages? Well, I, I, I've heard it's pretty high. I've kind of heard something like this, but mm -hmm. I'm going to say for this sake, maybe dialogue is, it seems like what you say is pretty important. Maybe 60 or 70%? Yeah. Would be it, my guess? It's 93. Last time I checked into it. Wow. And so that's what we taught. Di uh, anal analog. And so this is body language. Yeah. Analog, analog body language. Is it's 90%. Yeah. 93 and 7% oh is my. just your words you use. So think about, um, you know, why do, in our phone, in our text messages, why do we have LOL, JK, JP, the little emojis? It's because people were reading each other's text messages, the words, in their own bad story and emotions that were going on in their head. You know, mm. so, um, you know, I, I might text my wife, hey, uh, what's for dinner tonight? I'd like to have some burgers and yeah. fries, you know. <laughs> and if she's in a bad mood or she's got a bad story with me, she's reading it. Oh, can you believe this text from Jed? He's like, hey, what's for dinner tonight, woman? <laughs> and I want burgers, you know. And <laughs> I'm just like, I'm putting it out there that what I want because I know what she's going to say. She's going to say, I don't care. What do you want? And that's going to be that back and forth. I don't care right. what you want. Then whatever I choose, it's the wrong thing, of course, you know. So this guy's got to deal with that. Yeah. But uh, but if with the with the uh, emojis and the JK, just kidding, JP, just playing, LOL, that lightens the mood so that they know that you're not um, you're you're not being serious, you're not angry, you're not mad, and so it gives them the opportunity instead of interpreting your mood or emotions that they take it for what it is, and they're allowing you to be yourself and your own personality. Hmm. So wow. without without having that analog communication, so it's so the analog is your body language, it's your voice tone, it's your inflection. It's I talk with my hands. I'm trying not to hit your microphone here. Right. Um, um, it's your uh, eye contact. It's your you know just like uh, now I'm trying to keep my chin up while I'm talking. I'm on camera, of course, you know. But can you imagine if I'm talking to you like this? Mm. You know. Yeah. You see the posture oh, difference? Yeah. It's I mean, like yeah, it makes a big difference. I'm like a, one of those rams up in the mountains ready to butt heads with you, you know? <laughs> and some people don't know that they do that. Some people have no clue that they do that. But one thing that I wanted to uh, show the audience on the on the uh, analog communication yeah. um, is something I used to do with families in crisis all the time with their kids and stuff. If if I can show that with, with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. let's do that. So I, brought, I, so I brought some paper here. So I'm going to write... Uh, six little words here, which is uh, very simple for the English language. And it says, if you can read me, I didn't say you did it. So, so what does it, what does it mean when you read this, Jake? I didn't say you did it. What is that? How do you interpret that? I didn't say, I didn't say you did it. It's like... Well, if I was saying it to someone, yeah, like I didn't, like I'm, I wasn't trying to, like I wasn't blaming you, but it's almost like a passive aggressive mm -hmm. approach in a way. So I'm going to show you how messed up the English language is, okay, <laughs> and all the other languages. I'm going to, we're just going to emphasize each of these words, okay? Okay. So the first word that we're going to emphasize is the word I. So if you were to read this, how would you emphasize the word I when you say I didn't say you did it? I I didn't say you did it. I like like how would i interpret it yeah or how would you how would you say that if you were to, with emphasizing the word i 
So read it with the I, I. didn't say you did it. Good, good. So it's good? like I didn't say you did it. <laughs> right. Okay. Which means I I didn't say you did it. It's like but someone else did it. Or yeah. but I think someone else did it. Right. Not me, no way, no how. Yeah. Right? Yep. Okay. Now we're gonna emphasize the word didn't. How would you read the word didn't? I didn't say you did it. Good. So this one I want you to make a fist and go, I didn't say you did it. I didn't say you did it. What does that sound like? I like you're almost you're angry at the person. Yeah. Like no way, no how. <laughs> yeah. Don't even accuse me. Because right. I didn't say you did it, right? right? Now we're going to emphasize the word say. I didn't say you did it. Yeah. I didn't say you did it. Okay. Here's how I emphasize it. I'm gonna go, well, I didn't say you did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't say you did it, but I might have been like <laughs> Pointing at you behind your back, right? Right. Yeah, ratting you out. So now we're going to do you. How would you do that one? I didn't say you did it. Good. Yeah, I didn't say you did it. But maybe your friends, people you're associated with, are guilty by association, <laughs> right? Right. And then um, did. I didn't say you did it. Yeah, I like doing this one. I said, well, I didn't say you did it. I didn't <laughs> yeah. say you did it. But you're scheming it, you're thinking about it, you're planning <laughs> exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And then yep. the last one is kind of the same, but a little bit different. I didn't say you did it. Good. Yeah, same kind of thing. Well, I didn't say you did it, but maybe <laughs> something along those lines that right. got you in trouble. So so that's so isn't that crazy? Like six different ways that's to interpret a, wow. one single simple sentence. And then we have other things too. So we have we have people that are auditory, they hear things. There's people that are visual that see things. There's people that are uh, um, uh, kinesthetic learners, but there's also sing song. Sing song is one of my favorite ones. So, okay. if if uh, if somebody did something and or they're trying to get me to believe them, and I went, mm-hmm, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Sure. And so, but I don't. I'm not saying one single word. I'm just going. Mm-hmm. 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 Our moms would do that to us, right? When yep. they're asking us where we've been, right? Um, or uh, and then. They'd ask you where you've been, and you'd go, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there you go. You're saying, I don't know. And I'm, I'm not even saying a single syllable that makes a word, but you know exactly what I'm meaning. Right. Um, other body language stuff, um, just really quick. If, if, if you ask somebody to do something and they touch their shoulder, like if they scratch their shoulder or they're rubbing their shoulder, they're shaking off responsibility. And they won't do it. They don't want to do it. Yeah. So when I ask my kids, hey, will you clean up the yard before we get home? We got company coming. And they're like, eh, I guess. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> you guys aren't going to do it. Yeah, we will, Dad. I promise. I, we, no, you're not going to do it. Yes, we will. Why are you saying that? I go, because you touched your shoulder. What? You're crazy. I touched my shoulder. Yeah, you're shirking off responsibility. You're not going to do it. Sure enough, come home. Something else came up. Didn't get done. They didn't do it. Uh, uh, hip Hips uh, move you through life. I have... Like no cartilage in my hips. I've been doing the Joe Dispenza thing, talking to my my little hip socket, saying, "Hey, hold it together, guys. I don't need to feel the pain. I know there's no cartilage. I know it's bone on bone. Right. I'm not taking any pain pills at all anymore. And you probably notice I don't walk. You probably see me get bucked off the razor a couple <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah. And I didn't buckle and go into pain on the ground from a broken hip. <laughs> uh, your lower back represents support and money and things like that." When uh, you look up, you're looking for inspiration. Up and to the right is your creative side. Some people say, oh, that's they're lying. But that could just mean that they're just trying to find a way to say things the right way. Mm. Up and to the left is your filing cabinet. So you're looking for facts and figures. Down is to your heart. 
and then even to your ears what's on you know on the side of your head is your ears when people talk and they're answering and they're on the side looking at the sides of their ears they're actually listening what are they listening to are they listening to past voices from parents right. and and uh teachers and authority people maybe it's a spiritual realm maybe you know we've got body mind and soul stuff maybe something's happening through the veil where they got a little demon on their shoulder whispering stuff you're, you're, you're a loser you're not good enough you can't do it and your little guardians over here don't listen to him over <laughs> here listen to this one yeah so you know there's all sorts of things with the analog communication that, that goes into it but you could probably honestly do a whole podcast on that yeah and we've talked quite a bit about it so so that's yeah. That's awesome. Um, and that's what we might have to have you come back and do again is, is something more lovely because it. it's fascinating. It really is. So let's get into some of these questions because I do want to answer them from students. Um, <clears throat> so these are very specific scenarios that students have, have uh, called in and asked. And I think some of these things you could answer. So yeah. number one, this one's from Chelsea. And she says, how do you bring up a difficult discussion where correction needs to happen, but you know the other person won't take it well. Yeah, that's a big one. One <laughs> of the biggest parts of your personal progress in life and personal development is to have hard conversations with people. And if you're a love bug, like I'm a total love bug and I don't wanna hurt people's feelings. What I've learned is uh, move to an empathetic plateau with that person okay. and put your, make yourself known that your intention is that you're a safe place and they don't need to to lie they don't need to obfuscate they don't need to cover everything anything up and you can have that open honest conversation i'm here to help you jake no matter what's happened i'm your ally i'm your team member and i just want to make things uh better this is the reason why my kids have never lied to me or my wife i i was a total liar to my parents but i got yelled at for every little thing mm. and when i became a parent and one of the things i had to change was my honesty and my self-honesty and I made it so that my kids could come to me for anything because I wasn't going to punish them. I was going to help them fix their mistakes and make it right. So when you have that level of safety for somebody, they can then relax and say, okay, they're not to hurt me. They're not trying. Their story is a positive story. Now, the approach is different. You could say, um, I have an issue. It's my issue, but it involves you. Are you open to feedback? And they'll say yes or no. If they say yes, boom, you're good to go. Green light. Let's, let's talk. If they say, no, I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to hear with you, okay, well, there's this chasm between us. I want to bridge that gap sooner than later, yeah? So let's, mm. let me know when you're ready. You leave the ball in their court. Okay. And so that's how I'd approach it. Is it more, because I feel, feel like when you're wanting to get into one of those conversations, like you know you have to talk to a spouse or like a roommate or whatever, the difficult situation, coworker, is it more of like the fear of like actually just doing it? Yeah, it's, it's well, there's, there's usually triggers and I call, I call them not even triggers but little dominoes that are set up to set off the whole chain reaction of all the other dominoes from bad stories the bad stories lead to negative emotions the negative emotions lead to negative thoughts mm. that regenerates the bad stories so now we got trauma we got yeah. PTSD and then the thoughts if you don't clear on that they become beliefs especially if you speak them so you have negative speech then you have negative behavior then you get negative results in life whereas if the story's good then the thoughts are positive it, or the emotions are positive. The emotions are positive. The thoughts are um, positive and helping out. The behavior is better. The speech is better. So everything starts with the story. Everything we do, what's the story that you're being told? If you can't talk to this person mm. because it's going to be World War Three, that's a bad story. Yeah. As opposed to this person would never want to hurt me. They're my friend or my family member. I can tell them anything. 
you feel the difference in energy. Oh, absolutely. Between that. Two. So go on with a good perspective yeah. in the first place. Yeah. And, and if you have if you have the mindset that this person only has the best interest for me and they would never hurt me because that's not what friends and family members do. They don't hurt people. Then you, you're okay to be completely and totally honest. But if you go in mm. there like this person's going to hurt me, number one, you're in an unhealthy relationship. Okay. That's where it starts. Interesting. Well, you know, and that actually, I was looking at the second question here and that might answer it. But Joey asks, whenever I have an opportunity to network with someone important, I always get scared. And and uh, how do I overcome that fear in my communication? Yeah, the story. The same thing. The story. So um, I'm like, well, tomorrow I'm going to talk in Park City with a bunch of like really rich people, business people, and I get to talk in front of them. Oh, cool. And um Years ago, I would have been like shaking in my boots, but now I'm going in there with the attitude that I am just wanting to add to their team and make their life better and easier and more amazing and more fun. Mm. And my my name's Jedediah, and here I am. And uh, what can I do to help you out? And I want to network with you. I want to be somebody that's an ally and an asset in your life, as opposed to I'm not as good as them. They're richer than me. They're they're more successful than me. What can I do to help them? Again, that energy change, right? Yeah. So if, if you're going towards uh, um, a mindset of helping out and growing the team, you'll, you'll never lose. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, well, and we've already talked about some body language, which is, which is amazing. So we've only have a couple of minutes here. Mm-hmm. But Jed, I want you to, and it might be a recap here, but what is the number one rule when it comes to communication? What should someone... 100% always remember if it's one simple thing. Well, in my office, in when I was working with the uh, state, I had a stop sign in my office, but instead of the word stop, it, it said wait, W-A-I-T, and it stood for why am I talking? So the next ah. thing that comes out of my mouth, is it helpful or is it hurtful? So wait and decide how you're going to do things. You know, the Bible says um, let everything out of your mouth be yay, yay, or nay, nay more or less than this come up of evil. And that's kind of what that was about. You notice the more you talk and, and the more complicated you make things, the more troubles you tend to have. Yeah. And so um, let your communication be simple. Let it be truthful. Let it be full of love and empathy. Let the story be that you're just here as like a little earth angel to help other people out. And everything in this life, um, there is no past, there is no future. And everything in this this present moment is our imagination and that's for better for worse so make it for better and that's one of the quickest ways to get rid of trauma and PTSD and borderline personality disorder and all of these bad stories that are creating these negative emotions so you think a good thought and you reel it in with good speech and you do that with with love and appreciation as a a feeding tool for the universe again you're not gonna lose you're gonna have just good blessings coming your way in life I love that. So make it as simple as possible. Simple. Make it easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Life is good. Gosh, love that, Jed. Well, Jed, thank you. I wish we had more time and we might have to bring you on again, like I said, for body language or another topic. You have been a great help uh, and you bring great energy to the floor every single day. And so I really appreciate it. 
Well, that wraps up the podcast. Thank you for joining today. We've had a great time with Mr. Jed Pfaff, who is an expert at this stuff and can really uh, up your communication skills or anything else in the personal development world. If you are interested in learning more about Jed, go to achievetoday.com slash coaches, where you can read uh, a little bit about him and what he's really good at in the personal development world, what he's been trained on, and some of the things that he's helping students to overcome and to achieve in their lives. And if you would like to get a 45-minute free consultation, go to achievetoday.com where you can fill in your info. You'll be called by an expert who will take you through your life, every area of your life to clarify, to overcome your limiting beliefs, to identify some obstacles that are currently holding you back, and hopefully get you to the next level with working with one of our coaches, Jed being one of them, or uh, maybe taking a different path that will leave you better than when we found you. So we hope you have a great week. Thanks for joining in and we will talk to you soon.